in Africa, it wasn't if I if I lost a fight like in the street, I'd get taken back to wherever where I came from to fight again. You gotta fight them. <laughs> Welcome to the Point Noted Podcast with your host Johnny B and co-host who shows up whenever he wants to. Former NFL player Rashad Barksdale. It's raw, unfiltered, and no topic is off limit. We talk sports, entertainment, culture, and a whole lot of random shit. Let's get to the point. Point on the podcast. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You're hanging out with your host, Johnny B. And on today's show, we talking to UFC fighter. My, my man's nickname is the Bone Crusher. Uh, kind of scare me when I when I see names like that, but we're going to find out why. Um, from the lightweight division, welcome Mark Diakis to the show. Mark, how you doing, my man? I'm good, bro. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. I always have to ask, man, did I butcher your last name? It, it kind of did, but it's cool. <laughs> I just Mark, why would I why would I ever fucking get it right, man? I don't know. <laughs> no, no Every single guess. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody get it right? I feel like anyone that speaks English don't get it right. You, you have really? to speak, yeah. Is it French? Yeah, it's D I A. It's African boys like the the way we say we say D D with the with the I, it's just D I. Yeah. It's sort of uh, the way English guys say like D I but pronounced differently. Like D oh. weird. Yeah, the Diakis. The Casey. Yeah, the Casey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, man, don't don't underestimate my African roots, man. I can say <laughs> it. You know. So I can say it. I just uh I just have a tendency to mess it up, man. It's so good. Everybody. I had a guest on here and uh and I think her last name was uh ends with a G or G, but I keep saying the wrong one and she was like, Don't worry about it. I was like, My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you used to it. You get used to yeah, it. Yeah, just I just can't help it, man. It's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, man. So how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Enjoying life. That's about it. Yeah, yeah being in New York, I think uh what is it? Uh almost two o'clock here right now. What time is it on your side? Like it's, uh, seven? Seven, seven PM, yeah. Yeah. I actually got confused this morning because I thought you was actually you're gonna ring ring me uh at one. Yeah. So at 1 p.m. I was waiting and I realized obviously it's opposite. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I thought I said uh, we're doing a New York time. Yeah, uh, you said yeah. my time. My time would be 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your time. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I was up, though, man. I think I was up. So I was up. But if I if I got a text from you or something, I'd probably be like, oh, man, no problem. Let me... uh. You know, let me wash my face and get in, a, get in the studio and turn this thing on. We probably could have done it. Because uh, the first thing I do, my, like most guys, right? Or well, everybody else, when you wake up in the morning, you check your phone. Yeah, so good. Yeah, you never know what's on it, man. So how's your weekend be, man? It's Sunday, man. What you been doing, man? How's your weekend? Sunday. Wait, is it Sunday today? Yeah, I, I, I watched fights yesterday. Right. And uh, today, I've got, yeah, I've got a long run to do. After this, I'm going to go do my run. And that's about it. How far do you run? Uh, I've just started getting into it like these long. I usually do like five k, and that's about it. But I've I've been getting told to do these uh, endurance runs, so I, I might do maybe ten k, but a very like a low pace because it's a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just for do you uh, does the uh does that run really like just the regular just running pacing yourself? How much of an impact does that really have in condition wise when you get into the firing? Because as an athlete, I know running helps with you know basketball, soccer, football, and all of that. Mm. How big of an impact does that do for you guys too? Fight. I think it helps a lot if you think about it. Like in the fight, we, we move a lot as well. Like you always bounce on your feet, and right. if you can get used to that, especially running, you'll be very, very light in your feet. You can right. move around without getting tired. So these kind of endu- like a long endurance runs, I think is really good if you can get used to used to that pace in a fight as well. Right, right. Okay. All right. So let's take it back a little bit, right? Start from the beginning. Um, I know I was butchering your last name and you said it's the you know, it's the African enunciation. Yeah. Um, so were you born what is it in Congo? I'm trying to Yeah, I was in born in Congo, yeah, Congo DRC. Okay, so you're born in Congo. Yeah. And then you moved to England at what age? I moved to England when I was twelve. I came here in uh, I came here in two thousand five. You was twelve. Okay, the whole family? No, uh, actually my uncle brought me over. Oh, nice. So you probably lived with your uncle for a bit? 
Yeah, I left my uncle till I was about sixteen, and uh, I oh. can, yeah. Okay. What age is uh what is uh adult age in the UK? Because in the United States, once you're eighteen, you can do most of 18, everything yeah, with your own place. Eighteen? Yeah. So when you left them at sixteen, where'd you go? Sixteen, I I went to move live by myself. I was just living with friends and uh I, I was just it was a it was a bit difficult. I lived with, I lived in like a little housing system that be like like right. a accommodation. I, I had one of them. Okay. Yeah. You know what African uncles are like? <laughs> what, what yeah, they don't want you to do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. No money, don't want nothing. you to do nothing. That's what I'm asking, though. Like, how'd you get out the house at 16? You know, like... Yeah, that's, that was the problem. Like, you don't want you to do nothing. So we just... We, we, we'll get into, like, little arguments. Obviously, I'm not saying nothing back, but we just, you know what we're what, what like, so... Right, right, of course. You can't say time. nothing back to Africans, man. <laughs> it was know. a time. It just said you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> better to just not say nothing yeah say nothing you know because you can't you can't win an argument with them you can't tell them nothing you can never 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 <laughs> never never man is, never even i know you can never yeah, win you cannot no. back or say nothing and when you do one thing it goes all it goes around the world like oh yeah family- <laughs> <laughs> yeah and every little thing turns into like it's a, but it's a friendly argument, though, man. Because I've seen, I've seen my workers argue, and they argue like they want to kill each other. Yeah, you know. Um, but when yeah. African argue, it's like you don't really care. You just arguing anyway. Yeah, with them, yeah. even if you, you know you're right, just say nothing. Just say yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> say nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. So what was that like when you moved? What was the uh, what was that? What was that transition like, man? Because you know, coming from uh, the Congo. Yeah. Uh and then going to the UK. Uh what was that like for you? Was that was the language big for you? Was the um yeah. culture big? Was the dressing a big one? It was, I think it was just everything to be honest. Uh, it was different different type of life. Uh I think yeah, it was a bit more of a, a family. I was going to school and uh I had my uncle there close to me, so it was it was different. Language barrier was a big thing, I must say, because I didn't speak no English. Okay. Uh, wow, yeah. that's gotta be tough. Yeah, and I was getting obviously guys in there trying to start 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 on me like trying to cause trouble, right? And they're getting to fights, so it was a, it was a difficult one. But then right. obviously, I think by time I overcame it, and people knew I could handle myself, so I didn't really get started like that. Yeah, because we all know if you if you grow up back in Africa, you can usually use your hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you might lose some, but you're never afraid to put them hands up. No, nah, you lose your uh, fight. Like in Africa, it wasn't if I if I lost a fight like in the street, I get taken back to wherever where I came from to fight again. You gotta fight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. I, listen. I I grew up with this kid back home, and uh, he wouldn't like if you mess with him, he's gonna fight. And I'm like, why we gotta fight? And he's like, because I'm not going home to tell my parents I walk away from a yeah. fight. <laughs> Best way. And I'm to like, do I it. am. I'm like, I am. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Like my mom is a pastor, man. What you want me to do? Tell him I was fighting. It's not in the good book. <laughs> no, you know, ready, Mister Bala. Like that you you lose a fight, go back. Let's go back and fight. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there was not a lot of bullying for you then when you came. But I mean, same people tried. I think because right. I I could handle myself and right. it kind of caused trouble because that you know. So I go kicked out of school. I think when I turned 16, I didn't, I didn't carry on school. I would keep out school as well because I would just keep fighting people. But right. it, that name carried on because people knew I could fight in school. Like, so from outside school, it just carried on and I started fighting outside school, just getting worse and worse. Yeah, them kids, are, they're not easy to deal with. Yeah, they're not easy. Mm. What did you, uh, when did you, you first started uh, having your official fight? When was the first one you did when you're like, okay. Yeah. Maybe I want to do this. Like, what was that fight that happened that you're like, okay, maybe I want to do this? Yeah. Well, w- when I moved to England, first place we, we lived, it was like a, a gym around the corner. Like, I'm talking like well, a one-minute walk, you're next to the gym, literally opposite the house. Right. And, uh, I can't, I don't know why I never went to it, but I kept going by it, and I just kept seeing, like, I wanted to go. I was interested, but I didn't really know what to do or whatever. So I never went. And at one point, for some reason, I was doing like a... I had a bit of a job where I was getting, I think, maybe £30 a week or something, like a small job. Right. I just bought all the equipments. 
and I went down. Oh. I went for like, I'd say maybe four months and I never like I liked it, but I just didn't really get into it. Okay. And uh, I left for about six months. And after that, I came back. For some reason, I just stayed in it. I just stayed. Because I, I was trying to keep out of trouble. I was thinking, I keep going to courts a lot, you know. I think I'm, I'm not getting sent down if I carry on like this. Like, I knew myself what I'm doing is wrong. Like, fighting in streets, causing trouble, you know what I mean? But right. I felt like if I carried away, I was going on, I'd probably get sent to prison or something. So mm. I was trying to keep out of trouble. So when I went back, I thought, this is it. You know, I'm going to stay. And uh, I started to learn everything from there. And then we, here we are. Right, here we are. Yeah. Professional fighter, making good money out of it. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Crazy, crazy. Right, right. Doing what you love, man. Yeah. Um, when you started training, did you feel like that kind of helped you stop fighting outside because you're a little more disciplined? Like, what, what happened with that when you started training? How did that change for you, for the outside? Yeah. I, I was a fiery kid when I started, but I, I, I do believe MMA humbles you. You know, right. like you know, you're human. Any anybody can get it <laughs> anytime. Right, <laughs> and that's that's another reason I don't really go out there, start on everybody. Because some people you think these are like geeks and stuff, glasses on, you think they can't fight. Very the ones that are good at it. Very <laughs> 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 the ones that are really good that they they could embarrass you. you know what I mean, right. Re- realizing that I'm just, I don't know I'm just humble. I think. Right. I think any any anyone should try do a bit of a, some some sort of a mixed martial art just to. Right. I think it's really good for discipline, even kids. Right. They don't do it professionally, but I think just doing a little bit of it, it teaches you something. Yeah. That even your parents can teach you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, like in in the states, it's just and I'm not sure about the UK, uh, but it's a lot of kids that get bullied. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of, and a lot of times you get bullied because you can't fight. You can't stand yeah. up for yourself or you're too scared to get an ass whooping. Uh yeah. you know, but like you said though, if you can put all them kids in, in fighting school, I think it changes all of that. You yeah, know? it changes it. Well, at least I'm, you I'm might not... get hit five times, but at least you can you can dish it back. <laughs> I can dish it back, yeah. Like I always got told this I didn't get told from uh mixed martial, but my mom always told me the matter if you're getting bullied, the matter many of you are, if it's a group, just hurt one. Yeah. And run. Just make sure you hit one. <laughs> hit one and run. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I do believe martial art is very like important, not just because like discipline, even depression, like it teaches you a lot. A lot of things I know now about life I wouldn't know if I right. didn't do martial art because I didn't think I had anybody there to teach me it. But right. by me doing what I do, it taught me a lot. And I learned right. a lot myself as a person. Is that a is that an African thing though, where uh, you don't really have a mentor, like in because it just tells you how to think you should do life, but no one really listen and guide and see what you want. Right? Is that a, I mean, is that an African thing you think? No, nah, you don't really have a mentor. No, nah, it all depends. Obviously, no, I think there are some people that they have men, uh, like mentors, but not everybody's got it. It all right. depends where you're coming from. But I believe the type of mentor that I've had, like back then I didn't even, I, I might not have liked it or felt like it wasn't good for me. But the way okay. I've been mentored, the way I've been brought up, like I wouldn't change it for nothing. Okay. Literally I wouldn't because I think the way I got brought up is the right way. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. What did you miss about uh, growing up in the Congo? What did you, What do you miss about home? Just now, think about it. Just freedom, man. It's just free. Just being. Free. <laughs> Is it really freedom, though? Is it really freedom? It seems like obviously because now you live here and you get all you see cars, you all the good things like phone, mobile phones. But yeah. just think about it. Imagine your head having not to think about. All you think about is what to eat next day. Yep. Very simple things. Like, yeah, that's all. You don't think about having a nice car, having this big house. You know yeah. you. As long as you got someone to stay and you got a night, obviously you got food and family together. I miss that. So, so you know, I mean, all your family together, your grandmas, everybody grew up with, they all there laughing together. Right. Like, right. I don't have that. I feel like, because I, I moved away from my home, I came here. Yeah, right. it's cool. It's cool. Like, I sit on other people's lives, but I don't think mine's like that. You know what I mean? I think I miss that a lot. Just being, being close to my family. You know, smart. You know, you can go at your, your your auntie around the corner. You know, you can do this. Right. And all right. together. I really miss that. And to me, that's freedom. You know, I feel that's freedom. 
I, I agree with that. Is everybody still back there? Like the whole family still in the Congo? Yeah, my mom and dad's still in Africa. Yeah, they're all still. My aunts, I mean, my aunties and stuff, they all like live in like, Holland, France, but most of my family is still in Africa. Uh, literally, Africans? I, I, yeah. I just came with my uncle. Yeah, Africans are everywhere, man. It doesn't matter. Like, you yeah. know, I got. I got relatives all over the place, man. I probably got some in North Pole, South Pole. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're everywhere. But so yesterday I was asking a friend, you know, while we're playing soccer for fun. And I said, you know, would you go back? Would you go back to your country in Africa? Mm. Uh, even though you have some money now being here and all that. Everything you've known being in the West, right? Being in the States or UK. Mm. Would you go back there willingly to go leave there? Like, because, mm. like you said, the, the, the freedom day is the innocent part of not having a lot of responsibility. Yeah, right. Being able to move around, but here, you know, you got bills and you got to buy yeah. this thing, so you buy that thing. Ask neighbor for help. <laughs> you can't ask them. Nah, you nah. You can't ask for salt. Can I have some? No, you can't ask for nothing. No, none of that. Yeah, it's after a while, your neighbor's gonna block your number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably call the police. Like, listen, my neighbor's really, really stalking me. <laughs> keep asking you know, me for stuff. Yeah. Keep asking me for so what is he doing in that house with so did he kill somebody in that house? <laughs> you know. Man, it's why doesn't it, yeah. Yeah, totally different, man. Totally different. Um so what does you do when you were growing up, man? You playing in the sports? Uh I played sports. I played football. Uh I was alright at that, but I I brought I kinda like injured myself. I broke my foot. Yeah. I went for a try for this team called Rovers, where I lived. Oh, yeah, Rovers. Yeah. Okay. But then after a while, literally, because I felt like football, you gotta, you got to be told that you're good. Right. And it's kind of like, I remember I had a maker, they, they, pick, they pick the people, they kind of pick like who who they want. And I really? saw, yeah, for some reason, I saw something like that. So when I brought my foot, I thought, I'm, I just decided I'm going to start doing MMA. You know, okay. Yeah, to keep out, keep out of trouble. I'm just starting MMA, and uh, and I start to think. Obviously, MMA. If I fight, I beat somebody. I'm good. You know what I mean? You can't tell me I'm crap. You can't tell right. me I'm good because I'm beating the guys. Right, it's facts. <laughs> right, we can see with our eyes. Yeah. So yeah, we, don't need, we don't need stats. It's win or lose. Win or lose. <laughs> yeah, it's simple. So, right. so I think <laughs> I went down that road, and uh, it worked out for me pretty good. But mm. sports. Are you still uh, you still a football fan? No, I don't even watch football. I don't even know what league is. I don't. I, I just totally cut it off. I'm all about just fighting, MMA. Isn't that like the biggest sport in the UK? How like I don't understand though. Right? You like the third yeah. person I've talked to in the UK that tell me they don't watch football. I'm like, how? It's a bit like uh, basketball out out there. Yeah, basketball. I mean, well, NFL football, NFL, American NFL, football yeah. is the biggest out here. Yeah. And everybody watches that. No, uh, I'm not even right. on that. Yeah, I think sometimes this MMA life takes over your life without realizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed you were like, you know, um, tweeting and coming and doing a fight last night too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, <laughs> you got, when you're watching fights now, I think it's just a thing you got to do, just tweet something out. Right. Yeah, but I do. I do feel like it. It takes over your life without even knowing. But I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I feel. It's not just a fighting to me. It's like some sort of therapy as well, you know. I think it helps me a lot in different ways. Like I'm just starting to realize now, and I'm really grateful just to do to be doing what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. If so. you can, if you can change, if you can change anything about the transition for African kids when they come to the UK, um, what would you do to help kids coming over? Because um, I see a lot of kids that come to the states, you know, from different African countries, and there's a lot, um, there's a lot of help that needs to be had for them to actually have a good uh, transition period coming here. What would you do different? Like, if you can be like in charge, or somebody say, "Hey, Mark, give us some ideas. How can we help these kids when they come here?" Like, what would you tell them? Yeah, just education, really. I think communication. I think you know, like where where you go to like a new place is is somewhere where old African kids like go and meet up, you know, talk, talk and just information and just having the right people around you. I'm talking, I don't know what you call it, but we call it here, it's like, it's called Panafric, where okay. we have like laptop, uh, sorry, computers, 
you have some sort of activities. I think, first of all, you need that so you make that connection. Because right. I feel like a lot, uh, all the Africans, when we come here, they don't associate with other people, they don't mix up. So in that way, you're not really learning anything, if it makes sense. Right. You're right. not really adapting to the new world that you come into. I feel you got to learn about it, the culture, and trying to, you know, make some moves. Because like, I feel now, what I know now, than what I knew before coming to here, like, it's so much different. Like, if I go to Africa now, I feel like I could make a lot of money just with the mindset that I have. That you have, right. I agree, right. Where there are a lot of kids don't have that. But if you can teach them that, like, this is how things work, this is how things goes, I think there's a lot of smart African kids out there, a lot. Right, yeah. And very few of them are definitely getting exposed to, uh, you know, to westernized things about you know how life is outside of Africa. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, I got a text message from one of my youngest cousins. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and the, you know the African language is different. The lingo, what things mean, kind of like what things means in the UK and what it means in the states is different. Yeah. And and the kid said something about oh, my sister just got put to bed <laughs> last night. So I'm like, oh shit, your sister's dead. Like, what yeah. happened? So I text my sister. I said, yo, I just heard that, you know what I'm saying? Cousin just passed away last night. And, you know, she starts screaming like a typical African woman. Oh, blah, blah, you know. Yeah. And she was like, what happened? What did they say? I said, well, they told me they put her to bed last night. She's like, Johnny, that means she just had a baby. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, how does that mean you just had a baby if somebody put you to bed? Look, I'm a man. So if you say you put somebody to bed, I'm thinking either sexually or they're dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not thinking about it. Meaning somebody just give birth to a baby, like so. You know, like so. So I tell the kid, I said, "Listen, you you can't talk like that." You know, what yeah. I'm saying, I said, "If you ever plan on leaving that continent and go to Europe, you got to learn how to talk globally, what people can yeah. understand as well." One you thing know, I so, learned. Sorry, one thing I learned about America is like a lot of places, like a lot. Of, let's say African American. Don't really, don't really know much about outside, but America. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I had one guy, one of my, this is my friend I'm talking. He said to me, you know, in Africa, was you like mixed up with lions and stuff? This is a black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, bro, are you serious? <laughs> like, no, 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 seriously, seriously, I'm asking. Do you like, yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, it's not like that. Not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, listen, it, yeah, it happens. It happens, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's just the ignorant ones, though. Yeah. It's the ignorant ones that uh, they don't know history. They, they don't they don't read the paper. It's just everything they see on Discovery Channel, <laughs> and and they see the old African man with uh, just underwear on and yeah, you know, uh, just cool. chasing around yeah, chasing <laughs> around wild monkeys. So they think that's what everything is over there. So, but yeah, I see it all. One of my buddies, I think they they would call him. Uh, I think he told him he used to uh, used to play with cheetahs back back in Africa. They believed him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I you see, know, have you seen as I think it's Akon with uh, Mike Tyson talking about Congo? Him saying, Oh, I'm from the Congo, he did a DNA test or something. It came back yeah. with like whatever is nine percent something from the Congo. And uh-huh. Akon, Akon going, Yeah, in Congo, they killed the gorillas with bare hands. I'm like, What? Uh-huh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> no man yep. can do that, <laughs> right? No man can, it's impossible. <laughs> But people yeah. will buy it all the time. Yeah, Listen, we'll I used to tell folks that I, you know, I have baby lions and baby tigers and all of that. So, um, <laughs> you know, and they buy it. I don't care. You just yeah. tell it. That's what I want to hear. So, uh, but you're right, though. I think it's just that we have way too many who doesn't educate themselves. So you let the TV educate you and you're just going to get the wrong education. Yeah, it's crazy. It's terrible it's- stuff, man. Um, <laughs> do you remember your first fight in the UFC? UFC, yeah, come on, face funny UFC, yeah, that that was another experience. That was yeah, a- how was that? What was it like going into that? I don't know, cause that obviously I was in defeat. I ne- I've never lost a fight. I was a nine 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 and zero as an amateur. I had okay. Three British titles, and uh, I went pro. I was nine and zero, and uh, I had a, I had a Bama like one of the top promotions in UK. I right. had the belt, so I was very confident. Like. I was just excited, you know, like just just kid from Africa, like nobody believed in, like nobody cared about. I'm just right. doing my thing. I can remember going to school, like no speaking English, and then just, I, I feel like some teachers were laughing, and 
this is this is what I know. This is what I've been doing, and I got to this level. It was just something like I couldn't believe. Like it was a lot of emotions going through it, but it was like okay, now it's my time to do it. Like it's my time, time to go. And the, yeah, so we end up winning that 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 first fight. It was nice until then. We're three and zero, and it just carried on from there. Yeah, you remember your you remember your walk on music for that fight. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, uh, what was it? McMill, my moment. Oh, McMill, yeah. my moment. Nice, nice one. Yeah, I won't talk do, to do that. Do you change? Do you change your workout music every fight, or do yeah, you have actually, one that you prefer? I, I, I'm trying to stick to it now. I'm, I change it, but I'm, I think I, I'm. I like. I'm, I'm starting to like going back to my roots more. So I think I'm gonna have one of the some one of the African music playing next. I'm trying to make that permanent. Oh yeah, who are you listening to? Uh, which African songs are? Yeah, well, like some of this African music that you have jamming to right now. Yeah, jamming you know, I like. Let's say, for example, I like the Jamaican guy called Chronics. I like Chronics. Okay, Chronics is nice. Yeah, I like. Uh, I'm not sure you heard of him, Fali. He's a Congolese guy. Oh, Fali Papa. Fali Papa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Papa. Actually, was... I I listen to his music when I'm working out, so you you can imagine <laughs> I'm, I'm dancing in the gym every time. Yeah. That's the you guy know. that I listen to, yeah. Loco Kanza is an old guy. He sings more of a, like an old school. Some some songs that make sense, not just about general life. Oh, yeah. He talk, talks really like, is a. It puts something out there. He talks to people with music, and uh, I listen to him a lot. Okay, nice, nice. So we're gonna hear we're gonna hear some of your African stuff coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. Now that'll be good because you know all the African uh, supporters behind you. Uh, you know when they hear that they're gonna start dancing from the living room no yeah it's so new so so new to them like obviously I'm from Congo I think there's not much going on out there with uh, MMA wise MMA especially like it's crazy to think like I come from Congo and I mean UFC like and normally not not many Congolese people know about me it's like you really have to right at the top like get the belt or something for them to start taking notice yeah that's your guy right (laughs) here that's my guy it's your guy right there. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like, I will play these. I will play these when I'm working out. Yeah. And uh, if you ever seen the video, it's a funny dance a little bit, right? Especially if you're not cultured. Just imagine you're at the gym working out and you're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people looking at me like, what is it? Is What is it doing? Like, is it about to pass gas or something? Because, you know, you got to waste <laughs> that leg up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but... No, it's just the beat, though. You can work out to that. This is yeah, I put that on yeah. The beats, in it? That's what it is. A lot of African music, like the beats, and it. You got to go with the beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the beats definitely get you going. Like, yeah. That's the first thing. You know, you get that, uh-huh. you're ready to go. You're ready to go. So, but you talk about being the only Congo fighter. Um, you, are you on any of your um, team planning on starting something along the line of uh, getting a camp starting in Congo? Because I know, uh, I think uh, Israel and Usman and Jimmy and all these guys, um, I, I think one of them, or maybe all of them, were talking about something like that, about starting a camp in Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, just for fighters. Because you can imagine how many African guys are out there. Because I think it's happening now with the Middle Eastern and some of the North African guys are like coming out. It's like a hotbed where it's like new fighter from different places. It's no longer just... Yeah. UK and the US, right? Have you thought about that? Yeah, I thought about it. Right? Like, I'm I'm visiting this this December. I'm go, I'm just going to have a look. Like, bear in mind, like the positioning. I guess I'm in the UFC, but I I had to start like working out to get to a level where I can afford to do these things. Of course. And last thing, I think now looking at Nigerians, I kind of respect them because they stick together. You get mm-hmm. he's Nigerian uh, Adesanya. You get Usman. Yep. You know, that itself is a force. You know what I mean? Right. And where's me? I'm scre- I feel like I'm screaming, but I'm by myself because right. I'm from a different. Even though I'm African, I'm Congolese. We do. We right. can't. It's, it's crazy that we're all Africans, but obviously, you know what I mean. If like you've been Nigerians, I'm Congolese, so I have to really fight to put that flag out there. Right. And it's not easy, so I really I had to like fight harder and get myself out and notice before to do these kind of things. But I'm getting to a level now. I feel like I mean, you know my name. My name is up there. You know. So it's time to start doing some things, but I'm gonna go just to visit first to see because I've been for 15 years. 
that's how long I haven't been back for. So Wow, long time. Yeah, yeah that's how long I've seen my mom for 15 years. Don't be a rock star when you get there. No, nah, I don't I don't want to go like that. I just want to go quietly. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it it doesn't matter. When you're sure you're gonna look different. So yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be all hype, you know what I mean? I wanna go in just quietly, do my thing. Quietly, right. Yeah, see how the business all works. Would not I don't want because I don't want any money from me. I just want, you know, my people to be getting something back. Right. Like kids, and I was I know a lot of kids because and I forget to get beat up with some kids out there. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's some yeah. tough, tough as hell kids out there in Africa. So it would be nice oh, yeah. to give them opportunity to do something that I go given a chance to do. Right, especially being there, there's really no jobs, there's no it's economy not, for people to get it. Yeah, so if because basketball is now is coming from Africa, you know, like before uh, it was just it was just soccer, right? That's what everybody plays. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now you got basketball camp, you know, yeah. and a lot of African players are coming out of it, so it will be good. Um, obviously, you know, the Nigerian guys got that little group going on. Yeah. You, know, you got you got Ngano from Cameroon, and then you got yeah. yourself. That's my guy. Uh, he's a good guy in Ghana. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely yeah. a good dude. He's another guy who comes like I talked. I talk a lot with him. He's a he's a cool guy, but he's a guy I really look at as an example. You know, he's very humble. He comes from Africa. Yeah. He's not flashy. Just you know, he's doing the right things for his country. He's, yeah. he's, he's putting his country out there. Yeah, I see it. I yeah. see it. I think I went on the website and saw some of the charity things that he has going on. Yeah, and that's and, that's the route I'm trying to do. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's yeah. it's a beautiful thing to yeah. I mean, look, you set something up, you got to send shoes, clothes, whatever, man. Come no, in. I do, you that, know? I do that kind of stuff now. We just I'm talking. Okay. Yeah, I'm them sending shoes now. Like I say, well, I know this this saying they say you can you can teach man how to catch a fish, whatever you eat right. for a long time, and you give him a fish, you just eating whatever it's done. You know what I mean? But I'm right. trying to go really give give them a craft and stop just sending some shoes and t-shirt here. Leftovers, I call it here. You know what I mean? I leftovers. Right. Yeah, try this. Right. Try you this know? on. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them to come here and get it for themselves. Like, really give them some hope. And I think it'll be good. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, and, and things like fighting is an avenue for them to come in because it's, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to get visa to come. Uh-huh. But, if, but, but if they see you a professional athlete, more yeah. than likely, that's easier for them to let you in the country. Yeah, but it's not even not like there's other shows in, in, in Africa now that are actually paying. If you you can get guys, you give them the opportunity, you got a place for them to train, we have the right training, they can make something of themselves just by being yeah. Africa. You know, like for example, uh this show called AFC. Is it AFC? AFC. Yeah. It's like a it's like UFC fake version of UFC basically, but everything about it looks like UFC. Okay. South Africa. So uh, I feel like a lot of fighters can go there and make, make a living just by being in, in Africa. Get the, get the names out. Yeah, get the names out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know about it. I have to look that up. Thinking of. Yeah, no, that would be a good thing, you know, just a way for everybody, you know, kind of put your talents to work and learn how to fight, learn how to, yeah. you know, just a trade. And I think that's the biggest thing that the continent faces is opportunity is not there. Not you know, that, no. Anything. Not even just fighting or football. Just anything. <laughs> where everybody can just work. You work, yeah, try. You I know. feel like a lot of them, the way we've been programmed just to wait, to wait. But I don't know what yeah, we're but what, what the fuck we're waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> That's what <laughs> You know, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, just, you know, what, are we, what are we waiting on, man? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's coming, man. Nothing's coming. to work. Yeah. You know, nothing's coming. You can't win on the government. They don't care. You gotta work. Government are eating. Yeah, you know what? Big fat. I know it's in in America. Another thing, especially in Congolese community, there was a lot of like African kids. They live in Vegas. A lot of them that don't really work or anything. They just get money come from Congo. Get sent to them. You know, I know. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh oh wow. yeah. That's a that's a lot of rich African kids out yeah. in America. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you lot oh, stealing yeah. the money. Oh yeah, that was a that was a kid, a good friend of one of my friends, and I met him a few times. And his dad is like some minister, prime minister, yeah. or something in Africa, or like a or like a I don't know, uh, lieutenant president or something. But they got money. Like this kid, lot of money, loads of money. And you can't yeah. believe that for an African kid. Like African kid, he can yeah. buy he can buy a brand new BMW, whatever. He can buy a hundred thousand dollars car in cash. 
uh-huh. overnight if you wanted to. If you wanted to, but that's why I feel like they're not smart with it. Because you know, it's, 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 getting, it's getting sent to them. They're not really using it right. They're just spending. It's just like, you know, just waiting for it to come. Yeah, I'll spend it and wait for the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's good. I think we should be investing back in Africa. A lot a lot yeah, of us right. yeah, should be really investing back. Even if you're not going to live there, just give something back. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Back. You know? Yeah. But we know it would take a lot more uh, to rebuild that continent, you know. Yeah. I mean, the little thing is nice, but man, it would take so much more to rebuild that know. continent. I, you know, what? it's funny. Like I feel like now, you know, Akon. Yeah. Like he, like when he was like obviously in America, he was all known by everybody singing. Like, as soon as he come back to Africa, everything just sort of died down, innit? You don't really hear much of about, about him, music wise yeah. on this side. Voodoo man, they got him. Yeah. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> I feel like he's he's doing the right things in Africa, but we're not gonna promote him like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's yeah. got his own. Is it Acorn Town or something? Yeah, it does, and it has a, a thing where it's building Acorn. clean water, I believe. Yeah, it's also it's got a Acorn Acorn Litecoin or whatever you call it, Bitcoin. Yeah, trying. light. Yeah, yeah, I think it's trying to put lights all over um, Africa or Ghana or it's something done like that. that. Done that already. Oh, that's done. Okay, yeah. yeah. But that's something, he's yeah. the only guy right now who's doing the was that kind of money. But I feel like, especially like in America, you got a lot, a lot uh black and American, like they could be helping back back home, really. A lot yeah. of well, but you have to have you have to have connection and roots. And Definitely. a lot of black Americans don't have that connection of roots. So if you don't have that, it's hard to send your money to they still <laughs> give a lot of them will still give money, but it's hard to give enough. Like yeah, you know, I think I think Jay Z and Beyonce and I think even Kanye West went to Nigeria and they made him like a, a prince or a chief of something. <laughs> 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 they make them like prince and chiefs and give them like you know names and all of that. And I'm pretty yeah. sure they probably like you know started a charity foundation somewhere down there. Yeah, they have that roots now to say, oh, I'm Nigerian adopted. Know. You know, so you just need more Black Americans to feel part of that. Yeah, part of that. You know? Right, and then I think it would we'll start seeing more of their money go there because a lot of them do. Like I know a lot of NBA players, uh, they go over there um, every year. Yeah, but spend, I, like, I feel like I know, like I know a few like uh, Congolese guys. Uh, I forgot, I forgot his name, but he plays for NBA. Uh, Who are you? Baka? Hey, Baka, yeah. But they go more of there. You know, like they don't. I don't think they go through it more, more like education. They go for, like for food, water, but. Right. I think, can give that, but once you start teaching them, maybe you yeah. to maintain to maintain that. Maintain. Yes, yes, they just gotta teach them. Yeah, teach them. Yeah, because if you can give them food and stuff, that that doesn't last. You know what I mean? Or go again. You're gonna keep giving them until when? Yeah, yeah that's know? probably some. That's probably something I think uh, you and Ibaka should probably link up. You know, I mean, <laughs> for real, because then whatever he's doing, you guys can. You know, you guys can link up. You can be part of that. You can be part of what you're thinking about doing. You know, yeah, yeah that would be good, man. That would be good. You guys should definitely put that Congolese connection out there. Yeah, I just I gotta put my name out there <laughs> someday. I just I've got a lot of work to do, and I'm still working. You know, like it's before, like like I say, it, it was a lot more about uh fighting, making money, this and that. Right, but right. The more I'm getting older, the more I'm thinking is 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 more into it than just fighting. Right, right. Yeah. My man said you're getting older. Bro, you're not 30 yet, man. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shots, man. That's that. That's when yeah. I saw that video of that dude punching you in the stomach. I said, yeah, that's that's what you're feeling right there. <laughs> you know, there's all that punch is going in the guts, man. No, uh, we, we get older by 22 and 16. You're already thinking like you're 40 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, right. What's the uh, what's the recovery for usually after fights, man? It, what's the if you get into a really tough one, like tough most of the time when when the fight goes into your decision, usually that's a lot of beating on the body. What's nah, the recovery it, usually for you? It all depends on the obviously injuries. Sometimes two weeks, sometimes a week. It all just varies on on the injury or how the outcome of the fight how it was. Yeah, but like this time I've had, I've been training, but not as as tough. Or I've like I've been training like maybe twice a day. Right. Light light training may be hard sometimes, but it's not been like a routine where I'm like, I know time I'm going to get up, this, this and that. I haven't done that, but it's been two weeks now where I feel, okay, now I've rested enough. My body feels good again, so I'm good to go. Good to go. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think you wanted to get back in and fight. Uh, fight. How many fights did you have at the island? At the fight island? Was it one I, or two? I had one, yeah. Yeah, and you wanted more. Pardon? No, no, no. I've had, I've had uh, one fight in Ireland, yeah. I lost I lost the night. It was a uh, five the night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That, that was yeah. a pretty explosive one, too. Yeah. That's the yeah. only fight. Well, it might be another a... show, I believe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think you're going to get another fight before the year's over? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to get another one. I'm thinking maybe November. Yeah, because in December I can go back to go to Congo. But I'm thinking November time will be it'll be great. Be a great time. Yeah, great time. Yeah, hopefully you can hopefully you can be a quick one so you can get that extra bonus. I know. <laughs> the, the, people, nice. the Congo people are waiting on that money. Uh, <laughs> 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 They're ready. Ready waiting for They're, Listen, man, when you go, I think what's gonna happen is man, you're gonna find that that follower is gonna be great, man. Like once yeah. you come back, it's just like it blows up because that's the one thing that the people does, man. Is it just support, support, and support? Yeah, support. You know, yeah, it's just gonna blow. Up. I mean, your your fan base already is big, and then you add you add that continent to it, man. It's yeah, just gonna blow up. Definitely, that's it's the plan, up, man. Yeah. All right. So, what do you do? What do you do for what do you do for fun, man? How do you, how do you relax? What are you doing if you're not training? You know, what what are you doing? It sounds crazy, right? <laughs> I really don't know what. <laughs> Like to me, what that's my fun. If it makes sense, me training is my fun. That's your fun. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm not training, I'm either at home watching some fights. That's my time of chilling. All my kids. Yeah. Right. That's my How many kids time. you have? I got two. Nice. You taking them with you to Congo? Uh, no. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going by myself. But I do. But I gonna go sometime. I'm gonna just go make sure everything's good out there. Cause I've 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 been myself for fifteen years. It's been a long time, you know. Right. So you got to go check it out first. Check it out first. Make sure everything's good. Make sure there's no, no tribal war going on. No, no, I don't think there is. <laughs> but I'm sick. No, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you never know. You might get there. It might be like, oh, we're fighting. Everybody in the house. Nah, if it gets to that, I'm paying soldiers. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the money comes. The money talk. <laughs> Secure me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Secure me. Take me to that. Take me to the airport. <laughs> I'm paying. By the way. Um, if you didn't have fights, if you weren't in the UFC, if you're not a professional fighter, what do you think you'll be doing? What would be the other job that you would want? I don't know, honestly, bro. I don't know. Cause I feel like anything I want to do, I'll be I can do it. Literally. Like I I worked on railway before uh, UFC. I didn't. I wasn't not not so bad money, you know. I was I was comfortable what I was doing, but it just I don't think I'm a kind of guy who, who like labor work or just manual work. You know what I mean? Right. My, my my kind of job. I think I'm, I'm meant to be a sports person. I just love I love to do sports and what I'm doing now. You know, even in Congo, I feel like everything I did it was it was adding up to where I am now to do sports as fighting. But I don't think. I don't think anything. I, I would have done anything apart from fighting. I don't know. Probably, mm. probably somewhere different. I can't really tell you. <laughs> somewhere maybe you'd be a maybe you'd be a soldier. Uh, no, oh no, no. Let's <laughs> still fight though. You can fight as a soldier. Yeah, I just don't like soldiers though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying no, not that type of fight, right? Yeah, not that no. type of fight. Yeah, no. you are. Uh, You've been to, I know you're not a big football fan. You've been to any games, any of the um, football games out there? No. No? No. So you have no interest in any of those teams, any of those big clubs? I'm just trying to see if you were with for my team. So I'm yeah, it sounds crazy. I mean, you probably support Arsenal or something or Chelsea. I don't know. But, <laughs> but no, nah, I don't, I'm not really into football like that. I don't, I don't have into no game, nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, my goal was to come out there this year. Uh, so I ain't got another man you game. So probably next year I'll be out there. Yeah. Come on, give me a shout. <laughs> give me a shout. Definitely, man. Yeah. That'll be the first time you probably go. So we're going. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been. <laughs> yeah, we no, definitely got to go. Basketball. Okay. Do you play? Can you play? No, but I just, I got into it when I was in, in Florida. Really got into it. Like, the way they shoot the score, the way they shoot the ball in it, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. So then, when you, so then when you see somebody hit like, Seven yeah. straight from 
deep. You're like, man, I know that's not easy. What's the team that dresses with, uh, I think, yellow and purple something? Is it Lakers or something? Yeah, Lakers is the yeah, golden purple. Good. Yeah. Very good. No, is it KD? Oh, yeah, you think about Golden State. Yeah, that one. We're good, them. <laughs> yeah, KD, yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. Clay Thompson. I was watching that. Yeah, I, I seen them play. I seen them play uh, this year. No, last yeah. year. Yeah, the whole squad in Boston. I went to the game against the Celtics. Uh, nah, I'd love to go. I'd love to go on that one. Yeah, man. It's, ooh, it's, especially if you get a if you get a good seat where you can sit close to the floor, so you can see the whole players. Yeah, it's worth the money, bro. Worth the money. <laughs> Definitely worth the money. You save up, pay for that good seat, enjoy it. <laughs> you know? And I mean, look, I'm not making fun of those that have to go sit in the nose ring and all the way up top, man. But I I've been there. And I just can't enjoy that game. Yeah. Now I can't, bro. I've been to a basketball game and soccer games just. All the way up top. I just don't. I'm I'm so angry when I'm sitting that high. <laughs> I remember with like we fighting. I like to be up there, me. With the, with the fights because I get. I think I get a clear view where when you, when you're down close to the cage, I yeah. feel sometimes like you get people standing up, and you can't yeah. really see what you pay. But when, when you're up there, you you got a TV, the big screen, and you yeah. got a right in the middle, so you see everything. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I feel like you're watching the screen more than you're watching the fights. Like down in the, you know, true, like you're looking true. at the screen. <laughs> yeah, but they, like, the, the room sounds different. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right, that's the only thing about it. Everybody just loves being around other fans. <laughs> yeah, it sounds different. I like that. But I can watch it at home and drinking and just relax on my couch. Yeah, I be thinking that too sometimes. <laughs> it could Girl, be, yeah, oh. Do you remember the best fight you've seen? Best UFC fight you've seen? UFC. Uh oh, John Jones Gustafson. Oh, really? That's a good yeah. one. In the John Jones Gustafson, I like the. I was I was actually there. Rumble Johnson with uh, Gustafson in Sweden. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. Yeah, he always put up a good I like, fight. I like, so. It was a good. It was a good like a, a good shot up. Like the crowd were all all over Gust Gustafson. And you get Rumble Johnson just coming quiet, getting booed and everything. I'm like, oh my god, why is everyone booing this guy? Comes right. in, knocks, finishes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shots of the old fucking crowd. I'm like, yeah, okay, this guy is good. Yeah, John Those Jones, guys. man, what a legend that guy is. Yeah, it's my guy though. Still, it's my guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. up, that's what I used to watch. I watch a lot of him, like. I didn't read no much about fighting. Like I'm talking MMA, like all the legends I used to fight. Like uh, everyone mentioned uh, Chuck Liddell, whatever. Uh, Randy Couture. I didn't. I didn't read know any of them, but it was mainly John Jones when I came through. Like, who was this guy? <laughs> this skinny guy spinning around doing crazy stuff. He was lethal, man. That spin was lethal. We don't know how to respond to that. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> You got security over there. Those soldiers are there? No, these Apple watches. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say, those are your African soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> Protecting you already. I know. Yeah. So what about a dream fight? If you can see any fight, if you can set up any fight, you can set anything up right now and say, okay, this is a fight I want to see. Well, I, w- I would love to see GSP and uh, Khabib. I don't uh, know. I think, I, I don't... To me personally, I don't think stuff like that works. I'm like, GSP's retired. He's not been active. Yeah, not now. Like in his prime. His prime. Yeah, I'd love to see that. That would be good. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good call, yeah. But I think not, not right now. It shouldn't happen. Not right now. In his prime. And we'd love to see, uh, uh, I'm not sure they're in the same division or not, but John Jones and uh, uh, my man Silver back in his prime. Yeah. But I still I still like to see uh, Khabibu Tony. <laughs> I still want to see that fight. Really? Yeah. Because I think... He was an animal. Yeah, but I think Tony's got like a weird style as well, hasn't he? Oh, yeah? Yeah, Tony. I like Tony. Mm. Yeah, he's got a good card. Yeah. I mean, you have to... Yeah, you, listen, you're in a really tough division yourself, man. That, I am. Man, that's a lot of... It's a lot of crazy good fight in that division, man. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you lose to any of those guys in the top 25, top 20, I mean... It's not really a bad thing, but obviously you want to win every fight. But that's a that's a tough, deep division. Uh, yeah, you, that's what. Now you get to that level, you know it's like you gotta give your all into it. You really, you really gotta be in. 
because they yeah. are they are killers, really killers. Yeah. Like you need to kill. It sounds right. crazy, but you need to kill. Like they either hurt you, hurt them. So right. <laughs> you got to be all in. Got to be all in. Yeah. Focus. Yeah. Focus. What is your uh, pre-fight preparation? Do you go like you got to fight Saturday? Do you go like all week? You eat certain things, no sex, no, you know, before nothing fight, like what it, yeah. Before the fight, I just, I don't know, I just, I just, I don't know, you get, you get to a, a mental state where I'm just solely focused on the fight. I don't really think about anything else. And most of the time, to be honest, I'm not in a country, so I'm, a, I'm in a different country. Right, right. I, go, I like to go away usually. So I think it's just from my, from my mental side, I go away in another country where... I'm just solely focused on training. And that's about it. But I know after a fight, I latch up a nice cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, yeah. Like the same day after the fight? Sip, sip, no, well, if I could, yeah. The team needs to have that, like, literally win for you. I know. I try you to know. get it as soon as possible. Like, yeah, where, where day, do you so- get it from? I got a guy actually makes it. It's called Cheesecake Geek on Instagram. It makes okay. some. It makes great cheesecakes, and uh, I like to get some of him. Shout out I... to Cheesecake Geek yeah. on Instagram. Cheesecake Geek. Let me let me get some, man. Send some over here, Cheesecake Geek. <laughs> you know, set it set it across the ocean, man. I'll I'll take it. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Hey, man. I we uh, I appreciate you all. Uh, Sitting down and chatting with me today, man. We've been trying to do this for a while. We got it done. Finally. Uh, it's a lot of fun, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. Thank you. Absolutely, man. We'll catch up, man. We'll do it again. Yeah, sure, sure. Hi, right, my brother. You've been listening to The Point Noted Podcast with Johnny B and Rashad B. Follow us on Twitter at PT Noted and Instagram at Point Noted. Hit the subscribe and follow button to follow us and check out more episodes of us talking a whole bunch of shit. You've been noted.